Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Happy Thursday. It's the last day of November, November 30, 2023. I can't believe 2023 is just almost over. We're 11 twelfths way through. Uh, we've got a great show today with uh, Donna Rigney, and we always have a really good time. Lots of good fresh third heaven revelation coming from Donna all the time. So looking forward to that very much. We are in year, towards the end of year 26, bringing you the voice of the prophets. Uh, when April hits, it'll be year 27, if you can believe that. Unbelievable how much time has gone by since we the first the Elijah list and then Elijah streams tacking on to it. So be sure to subscribe to ElijahList.com right here. It's always free. Uh, and that way things is like if Donna has some written out words here, many times those are sent out on the Elijah list. But only if you're already subscribed, you can't get it later because it would have gone out to the list. So be sure and get, if you want to make sure you get some of these prophetic words in writing as well after the show, you got to be subscribed there. So get that. So, all right, a quick reminder about the wells that we that you are digging and investing in for the kingdom of God, uh, especially for, to the not uh, not only the poor throughout the earth, but mainly the poor. Um, we did do a, a story the other day where we hooked seven houses back up to a brand new well in the United States and where you might look at them and say, well, they weren't the poor of the earth. Nevertheless, between the seven families, they could not afford to to redig that well. So God put us in touch with them. Hopefully you all saw that show. I think that was on Amanda Grace's uh, program during my introduction. So if you didn't see that, it's quite a good story, about six minutes long. So, All right, so with that in mind, here's a quick reminder of the wells that you are digging. Here we go. Over 7 million people in Uganda lack access to safe, clean water. But you are changing that statistic by providing access to clean water. But there is still a need. There are still many who don't have access to clean water. Would you continue to help bring clean water to the beautiful people of Uganda? Donate today online at ElijahStreams.com. And by the last day of December, we will be at about uh, about 200 wells, give or take a couple. We won't, that's not exact, but every single one of these wells that we dig, there's a celebration around it. People come to the Lord at every single one of them. Uh, there's a celebration in, you know, the, we're 50, 60,000 people were now serving over there in Uganda and about seven different African nations, mostly in Uganda, but we've got, a, when I have the printed list from time to time, I'll read from it. Uh, but the, those will, those, uh, if you can imagine all these freshwater wells that we dig, they've never, ever, ever had fresh water. This, their villages, from the time they're born till they die, most of them have never seen a fresh water well. Um, they just get to go and the kids go and they sometimes have to walk a couple hours uh, in some cases. Uh, we had did a story recently where one of the kids drowned in the water, in the, the dirty water they were collecting. She fell in and they couldn't rescue her. The little other little children couldn't go in and rescue her. So um, that's what's happening. That's what you're doing. And we appreciate that very much. But you know what? 
God appreciates that. And he's writing it all down. Cat Curtis said, God loves, the Father loves to write stuff down. And all that, all you're giving to the, to these water sources for these people is all being written down by the Father and probably the angels of heaven and uh, scribe angels, all of that. And God said in Matthew 10, 41, 42, 43, he said, you will surely not lose your reward if you give even so much as a cup of cold water to one of these little ones. So um, it's a big deal with God. It's a really big deal. So thanks for um, your sacrificial giving in many cases. And, and we've even had some children write to us and tell us they're tithing from their little amounts that they have. They're tithing for the water wells. It just blesses the heart of God, blesses us. So. All right, time to bring in Donna Rigby. So here we go with Donna. Well, happy last day of November, Donna Rigney. Good to see you. It's wonderful to see you, Steve. You've got some events coming up. Let's talk about that for a minute before we get into the content. Um, I saw you doing a cruise. Are you guys starting to take reservations for the cruise now? Yes, yes. Oh, talk about that, and we'll put that up and tell people how to sign up. That's that's obviously Yvonne and Mina Atia, and then this is your son, is it? Yes, yes. He's a prophet. And very accurate prophet. He's been doing uh, services with us here in Florida. And when we're away, he substitutes for me. Really? uh, Yeah, we do a little uh, show together at times called the Prophet's Chat. And we just talk about the things God's been telling us. He had a powerful uh, word recently where um, he saw the White House. And the White House was all black. And then like a shade being lifted, it began turning white. Really? And, and and God spoke to him and told him that our White House was no longer going to be black, but it was going to be white again. Ooh. Nice. That's so nice. I, I don't know how I got this far along without realizing that your son was in the ministry, too, but very cool. And so Yvonne and Mina, is that the three of you that are going to do this cruise? Is that what that is? Or were there more? Yeah, yeah the four of us. The four of us will be doing it. And it's uh, for people to sign up. Just go to Heavenly Cruises. If you go on our website. I've got the information there. You just click on uh, the links and it brings you to Heavenly Cruises. And that's a year from now or almost a year from it's November, yes. next November. Yeah, she she wants the information to get out so people have plenty of time to sign up and that can get on a payment plan and it oh, makes it yeah. easier to afford the uh, the cruise. Nice, very, very nice. So, All right, well, Donna, we've got some a, a lot of good stuff here. I've got the notes, and uh, so I'm very excited about this. Do you know, um, are we releasing this back? Once this is over, uh, someone let me know in the comments if if this if these words will go out the next day or two, uh, either Julie or, yes, Julie says. So what when you hear this today, make sure you're subscribed to the ElijahList.com, always free. Uh, if you want to get this in written form, you have to already be subscribed. Uh, you can't ask for it later because we don't have that kind of staff to give it onesie twosies. So, well, Donna, I'm going to turn this over to you. I see some really neat titles here, so I'm I'm a captive audience today. Okay. Um, before I get into the the notes, I have a word that the Lord gave me last night um, okay. that He was just speaking to my heart about Israel. What's okay. going on with Israel? And um, he just he led me to a couple of scriptures, which I'm going to share. The scriptures say it all. Um, it's in Ezekiel chapter 35, 
uh, verse six. Therefore, as surely as I, oh, let me just, before I start, wait a minute, I want to pray. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay. Oh, Father, I, I just have the glory on me so strong today. Oh, yes, I, I want to release the glory to everyone. So, Father, yeah. in the name of Jesus, I ask that you bless all the listeners, whenever they're listening to this, I release your glory to fall yes, on Lord. every single one that yes, as they Lord. watch the show, as they listen to your word, they're listening to it and watching in your Yes, Lord. Touch them deeply, Lord God. Draw them close to you. Amen. Amen. All okay. right. <laughs> All right. Whoa. I just want to explain something too before I get into this. About maybe five or six weeks ago, whoa. <laughs> um, the Lord led us to begin extending our time of worship at church. From usually on Friday nights, we pray for an hour and a half, we worship. For a good half hour, have the word, minister to the people. Well, he, he told me that we worship was very necessary in this hour. Very so he asked nice. me to increase the time of worship from a half hour to an hour. So nice. we doubled the worship. Oh. And at the end of the first night that we did that, I heard Jordan. And I'm like, Jordan, the Jordan River? Why am I hearing Jordan? And, and then I remembered it was at the Jordan River that Elijah went to heaven when the chariot of fire and oh and elisha got the double portion yeah so oh <laughs> i'm just explaining this so you can bear with me <laughs> so oh i knew we were getting double whatever we had god was doubling it the gifts oh the anointing <laughs> and since then that's what's happened the words of knowledge have doubled they're increased Healings are increasing. Oh, and the glory has increased. <laughs> That's amazing. And he told you he wanted you to increase the worship, kind of like so this could even happen. And no, was like no it was yeah. like because we increased the worship, he needed the worship to increase because the warfare was intensifying. This was before the war broke out in Israel, before that okay. great, uh, terrible thing that they did there. Oh, yeah. And so God knows he needs more prayer. He needed more worship. That worship is the most powerful form of warfare. Warfare worship. Who oh, is it's so important in this hour. Because we obeyed and did that, he rewarded us with a nice. double portion. And it's really interesting. Oh. Those watching there go, well, why isn't God all powerful? Because that's his, one of his names, you know. El Shaddai is more than enough and all that. And so you would say God can do what he wants when he wants. And that's true, always true. And yet at the same time, he's kind of going, yes, but I need worship to do this. So there's, it's true unless it's not true. Let's put it that way. If he yeah. says, I need worship, then he's saying, I need something more from you, through you, from your heart in order to do it. It's just very attractive to me, like God who can do anything without anybody's help chooses not to do it without without our help yeah he, it's his will to partner with us yeah. that's his plan yeah and so he needs us to partner with him oh so that the things he wants to do we we do it in in unity with him in agreement with him and good it's the way he is but i'm just explaining that because oh oh the manifestations <laughs> have greatly increased Oh, well, that's right. You were telling me that just before we came on the air. They really have, you know, that and you and Barry are the ones who are the most, the, the manifestations just come upon you 
especially when you're saying something that's in right in line with the spirit he yes. then goes it's like he blows on it or whatever however you would describe it yeah. and both of you oh. it comes out in a different way but it's like his spirit your spirit bearing witness with his spirit that what you're saying and doing is important at this moment right would you yeah. would you describe it any other way what what would you add to that also i oh i feel his fire <laughs> it's like um he's like we just talked about him partnering with us yeah and it's kind of like that that as i'm speaking his word his presence comes even with the greater intensity oh and fire now you everything's increased the fire's right. increased the anointing's increased oh all the gifts have increased oh <laughs> so i just wanted to warn you <laughs> <laughs> well, well that's good i mean it's it's really good for those that don't like they don't tend to happen to me i've been through many things where the i i call them gut crunches where i would just i don't necessarily shout out but i would kind of do that it's like it's a, like a mini sit up only you're you're not sitting up you're just you're sitting and then it kind of does that uh, but so I, I've seen that happen a, a lot with me, but it's a little more quiet with me. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's really neat because it's, you know, it's neat to have that and talk about it from time to time because you were really talking about what the Holy Spirit is doing. And he likes being talked about because and when we do it, he, he does it more, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. So that's really oh, good. Okay. All <laughs> Just- right. I wanted to clear the ear so people would understand. Oh, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Now this is a serious word. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Therefore, from Ezekiel 35, verse 6, this is for right now what's going on with Israel. And I felt it was a warning to the people who have been demonstrating against Israel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Therefore, as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, I will give you over to bloodshed and it will pursue you since you did not hate bloodshed. Bloodshed will pursue you. And I knew when I read it that the Lord was speaking about those who who are pro-Hamas, who are not upset that all those innocent Israeli, oh, Israelite people were slaughtered the way they were. That God is very upset that that happened to them and he doesn't want anybody agreeing with this slaughter and condoning yeah. it and so he says i'm going to read it again just because it just yeah. struck me so strongly therefore as surely as i live declares the sovereign lord i will give you over to bloodshed and it will pursue you since you did not hate bloodshed bloodshed will pursue you wow that's real i didn't even know that scripture existed i know man I know. And, and then another one and it's in Ezekiel 35, but it's verse 14 and 15. While the whole world rejoices, I will make you desolate. Because you rejoiced when the inheritance of Israel became desolate, that is how I will treat you. You will be desolate, Mount Seir, and all of Edom. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Oh, so it's just to me, uh, the heart of God is revealed that he does not like what's going on. You know, it bothers us to see it when we see people demonstrating the streets. There are people, and I know a couple of Congress women who are like that, and they're probably not just the women, but there's a couple of them that they, they're, their attitude is, 
this is good for Israel. They deserve this. You know, they're they're on this land, and that's their problem. And so this is good that that came upon him. God is watching and listening. And that scripture you just read applies to those people making those comments. And they, he, he doesn't miss any of them. He hears them all. So, yes, and it's a warning. It's you know, people can repent. People yeah. can recognize that this is not pleasing to God. We shouldn't right. rejoice when bloodshed blood shed is shed in any regard. We need to right. pray for everyone involved too, yeah. but never to rejoice when we see somebody, you know, the innocent being slaughtered like that. That's mm. just, and so, you know, I just felt that that's a word for us to know this and the heart of God in this matter. And if we have any opportunity to warn people, listen, this is not pleasing to God. And is it fair to say um, that if someone heard about um, Palestinian children that were being slaughtered by, sometimes they do it to their own people, but if you saw children uh, and women and children being slaughtered by even their own people, and you said to, in your heart, uh, well, that's good because they deserve that because they did it in Israel, you're just in just as much trouble, aren't you? Right, right. God does not yeah. want anybody who... Oh murdered like that slaughtered like that right. oh i do feel when, when the war initially broke out the lord told me that israel was going to react oh with a very strong arm and it was god that hamas and what they were doing needed to be stopped and to destroy yeah. but the yeah. innocent absolutely not oh right and you know for there are going to be a lot of casualties he told me on both sides with this conflict for us yeah. not to rejoice, but to pray, pray for the people, all the people involved. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Now I'll get to the word. I just wanted to make sure I got that point in because if we get going, sometimes yeah. I forget. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. Um, this is the, the first um, oh, a word that the Lord had given me. In this one, I was having a visitation and the Lord brought me into the spirit and I walked through this hillside and all of a sudden I was into this incredible garden, but it was all fall foliage. You know, if you live fall, fall in the North, fall, yeah. yeah. I, when we lived in the Northeast, it was just beautiful when the leaves changed their colors. Yeah. It was more magnificent than that. It was just so beautiful. And so I was walking along, looking at all this color, these vibrant colors and the father spoke to me and he said, this is the season you are entering into. Harvest time is here. Now, he wasn't talking in the natural because we know we're in the fall. He was talking in the spirit. Harvest time is here. Seeds that were sown in the past that appeared long forgotten and dormant are now producing their harvest. Daughter, you have labored diligently for us and for our children, and now you will see an enormous crop of fruit appear. Good seeds produce fruit. And he was saying that to me, but to everyone, that this yeah. is the time when we that has been sowing to righteousness, obeying God, serving God, you're, Steve, you've been doing it. You're going to see great fruit in this hour. Okay. Nice. And I think you're already yeah. starting to see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's really good. So, and when you're saying harvest time, you're saying harvest of both kinds, good harvest and bad harvest. It's harvest is harvest. You got it. So he's not saying this. He's not saying this is a time for only one of those. He's saying this is a time for both of those, good harvest and bad harvest. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. 
He said, those who labored self selfishly and did only what coddled their flesh will reap a rotten harvest. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Like rotten food. Yeah. Many who followed Satan sowed wicked seeds with their thoughts, their words, and their deeds. And these two will see a wicked, corrupt harvest. Mm. No beauty will appear. All things that were sown will sprout, grow, and be seen for all, by all for what they are. So he said, everything that we did in this season now that was done in secret, that was nobody knew about, oh, this is the hour where those things are going to sprout up and grow, so to speak, where everybody's going to see them. And this is really what's been happening the last few months. We're starting to see things and hear things that we were not aware of going on, not just in our nation, in all the nations of the world by the corrupt, okay? He said, their lives will reflect all that they have done, like a garden in their yard. And I was seeing like a person's home in the backyard, they had a garden, okay? They will have to partake of those things they did. Mm. They will reap what they sowed, just like someone who has to eat from the garden, which has only rotten fruit and vegetables, will be those who did nothing good with their lives. A foul taste will fill them and a rotten fragrance will emanate from them that will be evident to all. So he said, this season we're entering into, things that were done in secret, not only are they going to appear, but the people that did them are going to reap the very harvest of that which they sowed. All right? Said, and then he said to me, as we were walking along, he said, this is your God in, in heaven. That's where he took me, in the spirit. Nice. And he said, oh, this is your garden here in heaven. We all have a garden in heaven. The deeds that we're doing here on earth, their seeds are sown in heaven, and they're reaping a wonderful, wonderful harvest, a wonderful crop in heaven. He said, so this is your garden in heaven that we're taking you to visit today. All that you did for love of us has grown and is now bearing its fruit for you and for all to see. Harvest time is a wonderful time for those who love and serve us, but it is a terrible time for those who refused our invitations to follow us and embrace our ways. Can, can you clarify one thing? If there's, there's, you know, it's easy to think of, let's say yourself and doing working for the Lord. And then there's e- easier, easy to see the wicked laboring, not for the Lord. What about, Christians, I mean, they used to, there's a term called the carnal Christian where you're not serving the Lord very carefully and you're doing some, uh, you're, you're, you're speaking against God's children and you're bad mouthing them. And then you do some good works too. What, where does that fall? Uh, well, the Lord's been speaking to me about that. And he's told me that we're coming into, which I'm going to get to in the notes. Okay. His fire is going to fall during this time. And when his fire falls, like the baptism of fire, when his fire falls, it's going to consume the chaff that's in all of us. So that's some Christians who, like you said, are living a life of compromise. One foot in the world, one foot in the kingdom. Oh, and when the fire falls, if we repent, turn from those things, we'll be purged and purified of them. And all that will be left will bear an abundant crop a wonderful harvest for our lives but if we refuse then we're going to see those things that we did in secret or those things that were not pleasing to god 
bring forth their fruit. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah. then he said, lengthy prison sentences will be reaped by many along with humiliation and deep sorrow. There will be those who are filled with regret and shame. So the Lord's uh, saying that this harvest time that we're in, some people are going to be reaping what they sowed is going to produce lengthy prison sentences. Mm. And he said that to me while I was sitting praying, but I was just out in the kitchen cooking dinner and I heard him say lengthy prison sentences are coming. Cool. It was so strong in his heart. Then when I got alone with him, he brought me into this visitation. And again, he repeated it. Lengthy mm. prison sentences. We, we're going to see this. The people are going to read that. All right. Uh, humiliation and shame will be part of it. Um, he said, this garden in heaven that we are showing you is a little preview of what you will be reaping on the earth and in heaven when you come to join us someday. So, so the Lord's saying, we all have these gardens that we're sowing. But the, it's going to manifest on the earth. We don't have to wait till we get to heaven. That's really yes, good. we're going to see it there. But we're going to see it manifesting. And it's harvest time, so it's manifesting now. That, oh, look at what you're doing with the wells. I'm sure there's much more going on behind the scenes that we don't know about, but that we can all see. Harvest, what a great harvest that you're bringing forth for people to get refreshed, to get water. Water is a necessity. We yeah, just think is. everybody's got water. No, some people don't. And and God's so pleased with that, Steve. So well, thank you. That's yeah. Wow. You know, a lot of that thing about water, it's like I don't know the stats, but there's more on earth that don't have water than that do. We don't even realize that. It's like it's overwhelming the task. But anyway, that's I don't want to get off the base, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so while we were oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> As we walk through this cult, you know why the, the fire's on me? <laughs> because God is so pleased with what you're doing with the world. Oh, wow. And that you're bringing water. Wow. It's fires wow. all over me. I, I feel really? like weeping and crying because of his approval. Wow. It's a big thing, Steve. This is big to God. He's wow. going to bless you. And he's going to bless all the people that are helping with this endeavor. It's, it's big in his heart. Wow. And then he said, as we walk through this colorful, magnificent garden in heaven, oh, uh, Father explained that we are, all, are made in his image that we can create too. By doing good deeds for love of God, our works prompted by love and obedience produce wonderful results. And that's right now what we're saying about this with the, the wells. But this is with anything. If someone's just praying for, in their pri private time for the nation or for their, their enemies or for their loved ones. Oh, they're going to see God bring forth a great crop in their lives. Oh, and so as I'm walking along, I see this big tall giraffe and it's eating fruit from the top of the trees. Then I see monkeys swinging, you know, in heaven, there's all these wonderful animals and they're in the garden. Little children are swinging from the trees <laughs> and just Love it. everyone was having a wonderful time. And Father explained why I was seeing that, that all the good that we do multiplies and nourishes many. You got to hear that, Steve. Okay? That's for you. Oh. All the good that we do multiplies. You are made in the image of God. And God says, I create things. And because you're made in my image, by your good deeds, you're creating wells. 
you're creating the ability for people to get water, to be nourished, to be fed. Yeah, and I just and just as you said a minute ago too, it's the it's everybody that ever sends in help uh, that at all a portion of everything everybody sends it everybody it, portion of it goes into the to the wells specific wells. So I was like, everything you just said towards me, it's that's what we're saying about those that send in the help. Yes, so. yes, but the thing is that God knows you spearheaded this, and without a champion taking the lead and running with this thing. None mm. of us would have had the ability to sow into it. Mm. And we're grateful to you that you spearheaded wow. that. And God's grateful. But also to all the people that come alongside you because you couldn't have done it alone. Mm-mm. How many wells could you have drilled just by yourself? Okay, so it's it's an army. <laughs> yeah, it is. That, it really is. Whoa. <laughs> so um, he said that all, all the good that we do multiplies and nourishes many. Not only are people fed spiritually, emotionally, and physically by the good deeds that we do, that we sow into God's kingdom, but they are equipped to live good lives and produce wonderful gardens. So the people that we're ministering to, praying for, mentoring, helping with the wells, oh, all these people, oh, then they go out and they do good deeds and they're producing wonderful gardens and they're producing a harvest that nourishes and feeds men. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm seeing this with people that we've gone to, I think 17 different states so far to open portals and release the glory. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's been awesome. And yeah. what, it's what I'm getting reports back from people that they've started prayer groups, they've started Bible studies, they're releasing the glory wherever they're going, and they're seeing the Amazing. manifestation of the glory of God <laughs> so many places. So they're producing wonderful gardens. They're producing a great harvest. God's using them to feed and nourish so many spiritually and emotionally and physically. So it's exciting to to see what God's doing. This is a great hour we're living in, if you're following God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Wow. And then the Lord told me that he made, Father said, he made a wonderful garden here on the earth. And that... That garden was destroyed by Satan coming and deceiving Adam and Eve. And he said to be cautious because our garden in heaven is well protected. But here on earth, the gardens, that our life, that, that represents our life work. Mm. It can be infiltrated by the enemy. He can try to, he can lie to us. He can deceive us. He can trick us. And to be on guard because those are his tactics. So the Lord was just reminding me to make sure that we are cautious with that. Oh, oh, now I'm going to go to point two, okay? Oh, oh, he said, um, day and night, we battle for your nation, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and for this world to be restored to us. As each prayer of faith is prayed, hosts are released to battle the forces of darkness. Yet is, yes. It is the prayers of faith that the righteous few pray that are powerful and effective. He said, this is why the enemy tries to get these few who are faithful and praying and dedicated to God, distracted and busy doing good things that keep them from spending time in prayer. Prayer is essential in this hour. I was talking about worship earlier. Worship and prayer are like this. Okay. Yeah. 
So he's saying, be careful, because that's one of the schemes of the enemy, is to get us distracted in this hour, doing good things, but not the thing that God's calling us to do. And, and God wants us to spend that time with him every day, to get in our prayer closet with him, to pray, to seek his face. Yeah, we have an organized prayer meeting on Friday nights. Many, many, many people, that, I would say 99% of the people that come all come from Elijah's dreams. And we, wow. pray, we pray diligently for this nation. We start at six o'clock. We don't end until sometimes close to midnight. Wow. <laughs> so oh, man. Yeah. That's dedication. And yeah, God, it is. you know, stay dedicated. Whatever he is, he's calling us to do in this hour to pray. It's so, so important. <laughs> and he said, this is why you have seen me in the chariot of fire, gathering the praise, worship and prayers of the remnant. As soon as they are released, the hour is urgent because your enemies have plans to disrupt and destroy. As you pray, these plans will be thwarted by my mighty hosts, by his angelic hosts. And I have seen that. Um, uh, we're times in worship at church. I would see the father in the chariot of fire coming right over the top of the congregation and gathering the worship and going off with it. And then, oh, right after this war that began with Israel, this attack on Israel, again, I saw him in the chariot of fire. And he was gathering the prayers of all the people praying. And he told me, he said, it is so urgent right now oh, that we, I need these prayers immediately. He couldn't wait for the angels to get them and bring them before really? the throne, you know, with, with the bowls in heaven get filled with the prayers of the saints and then they get emptied out. And they I mean, it is uh, so fascinating to, I know I knew this and I know this, but to hear it again, he needs these prayers. He was so anxious for him. You're saying, he was trying to go get him even before the angels. I mean, who knew that God was in need of them like you're describing, but I believe it, you know, yeah. wow. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I was like, oh my goodness. Oh, and then, oh, maybe a couple of weeks after that, um, he told me, he said that immediately after the, the it happened, there were many, many, many prayers going up and he was out gathering them, bringing mm. them to heaven, the prayers to heaven and releasing his angels. He said, but then once the war continued and a few weeks went by, the prayers lessened. And he said, that's why he knows that we're gonna, right at the, at the get-go, be praying. So he's quickly gathering those prayers because he knew there wouldn't be the intensity and the number of prayers weeks later. Oh, wow. So wow. He's not saying it's okay, he's saying, Get those prayers prayed. Continue praying. Don't give up. Okay. Keep praying for peace. Keep praying for Israel. Oh, for this to end, for Hamas to stop this. Whatever way God wants it to stop, to be stopped. And Hezbollah and everyone else that's coming against Israel. He's like, don't let go of this. Keep praying. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said the evil prince of Persia tried to stop Daniel. We know that from the uh, Daniel chapter 10, where Daniel was praying and fasting for 21 days because he had a revelation and he he couldn't get the understanding of what that revelation was. And so uh, after 10 days, then an angel came to him and told him that he couldn't get through because the prince of Persia was stopping his him from coming forth with the answered prayers. He oh. 
So he said the evil prince of Persia tried to stop Daniel from getting the revelation he needed, but through prayer and fasting, he prayed, Daniel prayed and fasted for 21 days. The enemy was stopped as Michael was released to help Daniel's angel to get him with the answers to his prayer. So God sent Michael, the archangel Michael, to come and help this angel and to bring the answer to Daniel. He said, yes, the enemy's plan to rob Daniel of his revelation was thwarted by prayer and fasting. If Daniel hadn't been praying and fasting, he would not have gotten that revelation. He would not have come through. So he said, the same thing will happen in this hour because we have an army who prays and even some who fast. And these prayers are being gathered and brought to my throne. So God says, just like what happened in the time of Daniel, I have faithful people that are praying and some are even fasting in this hour. And because of that, my angels are gathering up all their prayers and bringing them before my throne. He said, many wars have been fought and won in the spirit and they were stopped from materializing in the natural realm. If these prayers weren't prayed, there would have been much destruction. So he said, there's been wars that were averted because wow. so many people prayed. Is that a wonderful? It's so good to hear it from his perspective, isn't it? Because we think about praying, so we do pray, but we don't very often get what you're just said, where God's telling us, because so many people did this, you actually prevented wars, it's, which means you prevented a lot of people from dying, in other words. Yeah, and, and further on in my notes, but I'll share it now because it fits right in here. Yeah. Uh, he, he spoke to me again about this, and it was he, he used Jehoshaphat as an example. Here, Jehoshaphat has three armies coming against him to destroy all of Israel. Oh. And so he, oh, he assembles the worshipers to go. He seeks God and whatnot. And he assembles the worshipers to go in front of the army. So the worshipers are worshiping and praising God. And they get to the top of the mountain and they look down to the valley where these three armies were gathered to come and attack them. And those three armies had attacked one another destroyed one another. They wow. stood and looked. They were all laying dead there. And it took them days to go and gather the plunder. There was so much plunder that they didn't have to raise up one weapon. God took care of the whole thing. A war was stopped because of the worship and the prayer that went wow. forth by Jehoshaphat. So oh, not only we see Daniel get an answer to prayer, we see with Jehoshaphat, a war was stopped as they worshiped. It's so important in this hour because when we're worshiping, we're just delighting in God, loving him, declaring how wonderful he is. What does it say? He inhabits the praises of his people. It draws him to come and with all his hosts and angels to come into our midst and to turn the whole thing around. And as we declare how good he is and he'll stop wars and he'll rescue our loved ones. Oh, that's exactly what he does. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so good so good Put the fire on that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh he said all acts of worship bring forth great results as do prayers of faith i'm going to kind of skip over who oh, who oh, and go to um section three okay oh because i talked it goes on about Jehoshaphat or in the notes there. All right. Oh, there it is. I, I see it. Okay, so, three. Oh, oh, 
All right. Um, on this one, the, the title is The Free and the Brave Will Scatter the Enemies of Freedom. And he said to me, your nation will see a new light. A new day is coming for this land of the free and home of the brave. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Yes, yes Lord. All right. That we were the land of the free and the home of the brave. It's like such good news to hear it from you. I mean, through, you know, through you, the prophetic voice here, but he's using our language to free home of the land of the free and home of the brave. And it's not over. Our our nation is not going down. It's going up. It sounds like mm-hmm. such good news, man. It's just really such good news. I know. Especially oh. after such a long time, man. He said, yes, the brave will arise yes, and Lord. will scatter the enemies of freedom. Oh, ha. those who are set free will be in together with diligent and diligently fight and work to release others that are held captives. Yes, a mighty army of delivered ones will arise and deliver the captives. Oh, oh, oh. Then the next day, he continued telling me about this. He said, fire from heaven will fall on everyone soon. Both the good and the evil will encounter our fire. And I was just telling you that about when the fire falls, it burns the chaff. For those who know, love, and serve us, this fire will equip, bless, and empower them. Oh, oh, oh. For those who refuse to follow us and who are bent on evil, our fire will burn the chaff in their lives and they will be left with nothing. Oh, if all they've got is chaff, wickedness, evil, evil deeds, negativity, works of the flesh. Oh, when the fire falls, it burns the chaff and nothing's going to be left. They'll be left with nothing. Oh, like the fire that fell at Pentecost on our faithful 120. We know in Acts chapter two, when the Holy Spirit fell, tongues of fire rested on all those gathered there. Oh, so he said, like the fire that fell at Pentecost on, on our faithful 120, will that fire be for those who are ours? They were transformed and released oh, oh, to fulfill their callings. There was no chaff to be burned in their lives. So they went out <laughs> from there and just thousands got saved from that because they were pure. They were dedicated to God, devoted. And so many that are watching, you're pure. You're dedicated to God. You love God. And God says, when my fire falls, oh, ha, you're going to see the same thing. You're going to see my power manifest through your lives. And you're going to see wonderful, all great harvests come in of souls. Wonderful things happen. Oh, oh, oh. He said, this outpouring of our fire will bring a great transformation worldwide. Worldwide, Steve. The wicked will lose all they obtained through evil means, but the righteous will be blessed and will be given back what they lost at the hands of the wicked who control their lives. So he's, this, this is what's coming. There's going to be a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The fire of God is going to fall. He said, my fire will fall and it will do the work of purification, separation, and equipping that it is intended to do. Oh, 
And that's what's been happening. Oh, at the church the last few weeks on a Friday night. Oh, his fire is falling. <laughs> when at the end of the night, I go and release the glory on all the people. Oh, they come forward and each one. Oh, I release the glory. And this past Friday night, it, it felt like lightning of, of the glory and fire in lightning came down from heaven right through me, right to the people. And sometimes it would go through the person and back at me. I had a person on either side of me helping me so that I wouldn't fall. Oh, because oh, the power of God was so strong that it was hard to stay on my feet. It would knock us all back. Oh, and he said this. And I know he, like we we're like forerunners in a lot of things that God does. And I yeah. know this is what he's talking about. This is what's coming. Oh, he's already begun it. His fire is falling. It's going to equip us. It's going to purify us. Oh, and it's going to make us mighty. <laughs> At the end of the night, a woman that had been there, that had gotten prayer at the altar, came running back in. She had left and she came back in and she said, I just got to tell you something. I said, what? She said, I had my knee bone on bone. She said, I was scheduled for a knee replacement surgery. She said, it's healed. Oh, wow. <laughs> completely healed. Oh, wow. Good for her. She almost left without telling you that. Oh, no. And good for her for, for turning around and encouraging you back, because now we all can rejoice with that, too. So, yeah, whoever she is, God bless her for turning around and coming back in and reporting that. It's, 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 you know, it's just wonderful, because it's a confirmation that God's saying, when my fire falls, you're going to see miracles. Oh, you are going to see my power. You are going to experience my glory like you've never experienced it before. Oh, my fire is going to transform you and it's going to spread all over the world and it's going to transform the world. Oh, this is what we're entering into. And, and it's beginning. We're seeing it. It's beginning. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> now I'm going to go <laughs> to, <laughs> to number five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> getting the joy of the lord aren't you it's all over me Steve. <laughs> oh wow wow you feel hot is it do yes. you feel the heat of it yes wow. I'm sweating. <laughs> yes does it feel like uh, a furnace like you like a blast of hot air like that or is it oh, just your whole skin yeah from the top down <sighs> like nice. that fire hot nice oh <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Oh, and then at the same time, my whole body trembles. Oh, and this joy over starts overtaking. Yeah. Oh, and if I pray for someone, I can actually feel that same fire and that power go right out of my hands and shoot into them. Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Wow. Love it. <laughs> We've been wanting this for so long, Steve, and it's here. <laughs> So this this is a, this is a good word for our nation too. Okay, oh, life has many twists and turns. Walk through your life with your hand in your hands and ours, and your heart close to ours. Your thoughts fixed on us, and your path will be made straight, and all the hurdles removed. Because we are mighty and all powerful, we are well able to th do this for our beloved. At times, it might look like your enemies are winning the battle. Mm, yeah. Sometimes it does. Know this. We have the victory in hand for our precious ones. 
all that the wicked have done will be turned around for great good for those who truly love and serve us. Oh, the masses will come to us and will come back to our ways. You will see it. The wicked will not continue to win. The victory and then can, right there, this is the Lord and his, or the or the Trinity. There's, he's referring to himself as us, right? Yes. And he's saying the masses will come to us. The masses is the masses. That's a lot of people. That's like he's saying more. It sounds to me like it's more will come than than those that don't. The masses. Yes. This is part of being in harvest time. We see the harvest of the seeds that we've sown, the deeds that we've done. But it's also the great harvest of souls. Oh, oh, oh. his fire's going to fall on them. His love is going to pour out on them. We're hearing many reports of people that are having encounters with Jesus in the Middle East. Huh? With all this turmoil going on, people are having encounters with Jesus. Oh, many, many, many in the middle of the night he's going to visit. Oh, hey. so he said, victory is at hand. <laughs> oh, my son was crucified and it appeared to all that he lost the battle. When he was hanging on the cross, all his disciples standing with the foot of the cross, the few that were left and the ones that were watching from a distance and everyone that was there thought Jesus lost. Okay. Oh, it appeared that he lost the battle, but that wasn't the whole truth. He made the enemy a laughing stock and took back the world from his grip. Because then three days later, he rose from the dead. Mm. Glorious. Oh, he said, once again, It appears he is winning. But once again, we will make a laughing stock of him and his cronies. Oh, those that follow him, those that adhere to Satanism and worship Satan, those are his cronies. Mm. We know there are those that are just marching in step behind Satan and serving him. He said, he's going to make God says, I'm going to make a laughing stock of them, of Satan and his cronies. Oh, and the scripture he gave me for whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed from Mark 4, 21 through 25. Uh, Then he said, life has been very difficult and filled with hardship for my children. The enemy has heaped havoc on the innocent while he stands and laughs gleefully at their misery. This is where we've been the last couple Mm -hmm. of years. The tables are going to turn. Oh, I heard that so clear. The tables are going to turn. My children will laugh and rejoice while at the same time, the enemy will stand helplessly by, unable to touch anyone or anything with his destructive influence. He will be made a laughing stock and he will not laugh at the demise of my people. He says he's going to be made a laughing stock and he's not going to be standing back laughing like he has in the past. God's children. All right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Love that. And the next day he said, Joy comes in the morning. Get ready because great joy is coming forth. And I think that's why, with this increase in the glory, increase in the anointing that's happened to me personally and yeah. at our church, I can't stop laughing. Oh, when I'm up preaching, I'm giggling the whole time. It's because as a forerunner, I'm experiencing what's coming. Oh. And you're experiencing the joy 
right now that others of us are about to experience. You're getting, like you said, you're like first fruits. Um, you're getting it first and you're, it's uh, contagious, basically. It really is because we say, man, this is going to come to us too. This yeah. glee, glee, what am I, gleefulness. All of a sudden, this giggling, you know, that that happens when you even think about the thoughts of what God's doing, and then you giggle, yeah. uh, which is wonderful. Wow. Yeah, Thanks. but it, it, what happens is, is I don't even know what I'm laughing about. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I can't stop, and I know it's a sign and a wonder, and it's yeah. God prophetically declaring, "This is what is coming." Oh, ha! You're going to be filled with joy. So good. <laughs> Joy comes in the morning. Get ready because great joy is coming forth. My children will have so much to laugh about. They will fully grasp what the expression joy unspeakable means. To put into words what they feel deep inside will be impossible, but it will be evident on their countenance. Like cool. to, to, for me to say to you, why are you laughing? I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's okay with me because if, if you're experiencing that, that means it's coming to us too. So, yeah. I know. And then the, the, this next section is another thing that, oh, I know has begun. It's the same as this joy and this outpouring of the glory and, and the fire is a rescue event. All right. This is really powerful. We're yeah. right in this right now. Okay. This We're is, in it now. We're in yeah, the rescue. Right it's starting. Okay, wow. this, this is, I'm telling you, God's got some wonderful things <laughs> coming. Oh, and we're seeing it in our lives personally, uh, rescuing, God using us to rescue people. Okay, I won't go into mm. all the details, but for just to know this is happening right yeah. now in our lives, one after another, after another, we've been rescuing people in different ways. Oh, and so I'm going to read this word oh, and show you what God's saying. Oh, he said, this is what Father said, a rescue event has been launched. He didn't say is being launched, will be launched. He said, has been launched. Oh, and I'm just telling you this as a forerunner, if misery's coming, guess what? As a forerunner, I'm in it first. <laughs> but that's not what's coming. <laughs> as a forerunner, I'm seeing rescue, rescue, Re every place I'm Everything. It's one day after the next, another rescue event that we're involved in. Okay. Oh, huh. a rescue event has been launched. This great rescue will take back territories. Yes. Lands, buildings, ministries, families, callings, and gifts that have been hijacked by the enemy. Oh, oh, they will be retrieved and re-consecrated to us. Their original purposes will be restored and they will be mine and do my bidding. No longer will they be used by the enemy to diminish my influence or rob me of my glory or take my children's inheritance from them. Watch and you will see me rescue my children, my lands, my possessions, and all that has been hijacked by the enemy. Oh, he kept saying hijacked. The enemy Ooh. hijacked what was God's. Oh, the earth was the Lord's in the fullness thereof. Yeah. And the enemies hijacked. Oh, he said a great turn around is coming and a great returning back to the God who created all. That's the masses coming to him. A great returning. Okay. Oh, for love's sake, 
this will be done. That my love will spread and grow and chase hatred, jealousy, and mockery far away. My children are rallying in support of me, my people, and my cause. As you all rise up in my defense and in defense of my people and my ways, you're touching my heart. And God is saying, as we sow in defending others, as we stand in the gap and pray for Donald Trump, that man has endured more yeah. injustice than anyone I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. One court case after another. Oh, one attack after another. As yeah. we stand and pray for him and defend him. Oh, ah. oh. God says, watch, I'm going to come. Those seeds of defense that you sowed on behalf of your brother, of your sister, of the people in your lives, you're going to reap them. And you're going to see me defend you in many ways in your life. Oh, but th this is the hour where a great rescue event is going to be, is being launched. We're going to, we're in it now, now. <laughs> like we don't have to wait. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. Cause you know, we do, we have heard that a lot over the years, right? That God is doing now or God's doing a quick work. But what I'm hearing from you is really means now, right now means now. It's happening yeah. now. Yeah. We, we, we just need to open our eyes. I was listening on the news today, oh, and I thought this was significant. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, he was a, an actor, uh, Kirk Cameron. Oh, okay, right. Okay, um, and he, a wonderful Christian, and he is organizing a group to go into schools to remove all wicked books for the young children that they've got in the, in the libraries, in the schools, and replacing them with godly books. Good, wonderful books for children. This is this is a wonderful, wonderful rescue event for the children that's happening. Oh, yeah. wow. and he said that wherever he goes to speak about it, he gets so much support that people are so they get behind him and they want this to happen. We just gotta open our eyes and open our ears, and we're gonna see different rescue events happening. I knew when I heard that, I'm like, oh wow, look what God's doing there. One man, one man oh, championing it. You, one man championing the people that have no water. A rescue yeah. event for those people. Do you see oh, it? Yeah. That's yeah. a rescue event. Yeah. That God using you is rescuing people that don't have water. God's through Kirk Cameron is rescuing our children from being brainwashed. Oh, the, he, he held up the book, the pictures of the, the covers of the books most atrocious things that are in these books that you could never imagine they'd be in schools. And then he said that many of the principals and the people don't even know that those books are in the, in the libraries. And yeah, I can even imagine that some probably do, but I bet most of them just let the librarian do what the librarian did, you know, which probably means that the enemies worked very long and hard to put evil librarians in, yeah. in place that are, that are allowing this. You yes. can you imagine yeah. And and also the school committee. We need school our school committee members changed and godly members put in. And we're gonna see God do this piece by piece by piece. He he told me all seven mountains. I'm just gonna share this word that uh I received. Ooh, it's real short because I know we're kind sure. of getting close to the time now. Oh. Sure, go for it. It says, um, your nation will go through a time of great transition. And, and just what I'm saying is these rescue events are bringing about transition and change. Going 
into all these countries in Africa, wherever you're going to drill, drilling wells, you're bringing change. You're bringing transition. Okay. Kirk Cameron, he's bringing change. These are just two examples. We could go on with many, many others who are doing wonderful things. Okay. He said, your nation will go through a time of great transition. This change will be for the good of my children. Though the enemy planned a time of persecution for mine, this will not occur. Oh, he's saying, oh, oh, God, the, God's saying the enemy planned to persecute Christians. Not now. God wow, says, that's a really good word right there. It's like God short-circuiting their plan, huh? And you know why? Because he's got people that are praying and that are worshiping. And so his will will be done here on earth. Oh, and the enemy's will will not be done. And the enemy's plan was to persecute us. And God says, I got enough. I got an army. I've got people that are praying, that are worshiping, that are doing my work, that are performing my will. When you do what you're doing, Steve, that's an act of worship before God. Oh, anything done for love of God and obedience to him is an act of worship. And that produces incredible fruit. Oh, Oh. so God's able to, the things he wants to accomplish are going to happen. So he said, this time of persecution is not coming. Okay. Oh, he said, I'm going to read that again. Though the enemy planned a time of persecution for mine, this will not occur. Instead, he will run tail and have to go into hiding because my righteous army will put him to flight. Oh, how do we put the enemy to flight with worship? with praise, huh? with declaring the word of God, decreeing what God is saying, decreeing what he's saying through the prophets, decreeing what he's saying through scripture. Oh, we pick up the sword to clear the word of God. We're putting the enemy to flight. Oh, he said, the mama bears will arise and will scatter the forces of darkness who have been targeting their children. Oh, the, the mother's and the fathers, I believe, yeah. too, as well, are going to rise up and say, not on my watch. Will you put this in the schools? Will you teach our children this stuff? Oh, we will not stand for this. He, he said the mama bears are going to rise up. Okay. He said mighty men will assemble and take back territories that were stolen. Yes, all seven mountains will be restored to their original intent and former glory. And this will bring about a wonderful, joyous celebration that will spread and be ignited in other lands as well. This, he just spoke this to me Sunday. This is what's coming. It's good. It's good. It's good because it's, it's, to me, it's the most important thing in this hour that we pray. That we pray with faith, not in desperation, crying yeah. out, oh, God, but with faith, knowing what a powerful, mighty God he is. And that's what worship does. When we worship, it builds our faith in who God is. As we're declaring his wonders, declaring how mighty he is, how awesome he is, faith grows inside of us for who he is and what he'll do. So then yeah. when we say, God, go chase the enemy out of our schools, he says, okay. You got it. It's done. You're semi-angels. Wow. Get that yeah. Done. So good. 
Yeah. So good. So good. Well, do you want to, uh, you got a couple minutes to pray for the people? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really, really good. I'm going to release the glory on everybody. Yeah. But first, I'm going to pray. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Lord. One yes. thing he taught me is that as much as you, he said, it's a principle in my kingdom. The more you release my glory and pass it out to others, the more you get back on yourself. And I've seen that happen. Yeah. So I'm encouraging everyone once you get the glory. Now, when you go to the store or you're with your family, all you got to do is say, I release your glory on my children. I release your glory on my husband. And God does all the rest. So it's as easy as that. Oh. I like that. Father, I thank you so Mm. much that you love us so much. And you have a wonderful, wonderful plan to save Mm. this world from the direction we've been heading. Oh, your wonderful son laid such a sacrifice down for all of us, for the whole world. You're not going to watch and watch the enemy tear that thing apart. We know who you are. We know you're so faithful. And I thank you that you, Holy Spirit, have inspired many to pray. You've inspired many to worship and to serve you. Oh, I pray, Lord God, that you open the windows of heaven over everyone's life, wherever people are discouraged. Right now, I release encouragement. I release faith to everyone who, whose faith has been diminished. I release an increase in faith and an increase in encouragement oh, to everyone in the name of Jesus. I release joy unspeakable. Oh, yes, fill Lord. your children with joy yeah. that they are joyful knowing what's coming down the road what you're going to do, that they're rejoicing before they yes, even Lord. see it manifest. Father, oh, flood yes, us Lord. with your joy, Lord God. Oh, yes, Lord. oh, and I pray, Lord God, for all those whose loved ones are far from you. We yes. ask that your fire would fall on them, that you would ignite a passion in their heart for you, that they wouldn't be lukewarm, that they wouldn't be far from you, but they would be on fire for you, Lord God. We pray that for all our loved ones uh, that are not as on fire for you as we would want them to be or as you want Father, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I release your glory. Mm. Let your glory, oh, oh, let your glory fall right now on every single one. Just put your hand on your chest and just receive. I release your glory. Fill our hearts with your love, fill our hearts with your glory. Oh, 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 let your glory chase away sorrow, worry, fear, anxiety, all things, oh, that are not of you, oh, and flood us, fill us to overflowing with your glory. Fill our homes with your glory. Send angels forth now, Father, to open portals over our homes, oh, that your angelic hosts have easy access Oh, to get our prayers, bring them to heaven and bring the answers back down to us in the name of Jesus. I pray. Yes. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Now, did you make all the announcements? There was a couple of flyers I had at the back. Did you, was there something else we were going to tell people about? There's there's another one we're doing this weekend. Yeah. Okay. This coming weekend. I can tell you, Mary Crowley is, is the one she's organizing this. Yeah. And um, SGNN is going to be there. Juan O'Savin's going to be there. Delora wow. O'Brien's going to be there. Wow. Oh, 
um, Mel Kay is going to be there. So really? many are this just, I think, 16 speakers. Well, like, I think you said earlier, it's kind of like the truth tellers, you know, yeah, on, on the, it's like the A team of truth tellers, basically, is what you're that's, showing. And that's, that's one of God's strategies to overcome all the lies of the enemy is to release the truth tellers, to go Good. forth and tell the truth. So eyes can be open. The great awakening that we hear Johnny Enlow talk about at the beginning of his show, the great awakening. This is what God's doing is using people to trumpet the truth. So I'll be there on Saturday. I have to do our service on Friday night. Yeah. And and on Saturday, I'll be there speaking towards the end of the day. But um, I just it's a, it's going to be a wonderful event. If anyone's in that area, it's going to be at the Champions Church in um saint cloud florida okay so, saint cloud florida Saint Cloud. all florida. right and and so donnarigney.org right there be sure there and and tell us the name of your favorite book that you have right oh okay now. i have um divine encounters is a story uh it, not a story it's the book that i wrote of encounters i have with jesus where he brought me to hell and to heaven and then he brought wow. me to so many places in heaven that i wrote another book the glory of god revealed oh wow. And that's all heavenly encounters in, in the mountain of glory and what's coming in the future with the glory. Seeing a and lot of good stuff. They're both at DonnaRigney.org then? Yeah. yeah. Good, good. I hope you'll get those books, uh, both to support your ministry and also because it's got really great stuff. So amazing. Good stuff. So, all right. Well, a quick reminder that Yvonne Atia will be with us in the morning at 1 o'clock Pacific. We're actually recording her in a couple hours. So we're going to run along here in a few minutes, but uh, I'll, I'll be recording her. She's in uh, Australia, so she'll be live with me. She'll be live with me to record it in a couple hours, and then it will air in the morning at 11 o'clock. Uh, but uh, her daughter, uh, her and Mina's daughter, Esther's getting married uh, only days hence. So they've, they're they there getting it all ready for it. So it's going to be a beautiful wedding. So I wish we could have been there, but... Uh, it didn't work out. We'd, we'd actually had some potential plans to do that if it worked out. It didn't work out, but uh, we love Esther very much. She's just a real sweetheart. So it's going to be a great wedding. Maybe she'll show you pictures when when it's all done. So that'd be great. All right, everybody. God bless you, Donna. Thank you again and again and again. Thank you. Thank you for the joy. You, you know, you and Yvonne, Yvonne will come on and she'll have as much joy as you got, too. It's like both of you are just really glory carriers you really are so i uh, just really honor you for that so, all right have a great day donna we'll see you later and see you all tomorrow at 11 okay bye-bye bless you this has been elijah streams thanks for listening for more episodes like this you can listen to the elijah streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on apple google and spotify Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.